We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Week 17 Swolecast here in RotorGrinders.com, and, and we are here for you. We are here for you, and by we, I mean myself, I mean Davis Maddock, and I mean Peter Overset. Basically, the core of the Swolecast. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Well, Davis, go ahead. you know, uh, it's just, it's one of those things where week 17, where we, we're, you know, we're recovering from having our boots on the ground still. Uh, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out, uh, if justice is going to be served in Baltimore. And, uh, you know, week 17, they say, they say it's, it's an information slate. And I think that, uh, Mr. Overzet has some takes on how to get that information. Yeah, I've historically fared really well on slates like this just because I outwork the competition. <laughs> and it's all about combing for news nuggets. It's knowing what these teams want to do, why they want to do it, how they're going to do it, and where they're going to do it. And I'm on top of all of that. And I, I've said it all week. I outwork people in Week 17. 
and I'm about to share and impart that knowledge with you guys, the viewers, today. Thank you, Sir Peter. Uh, also, uh, no surprise, Tuttle's sick again. He uh, is not on the show with us today. So it's just it is what it is right now. I just I need I need the record to show that I am also sick, but there was not a chance I was going to miss a, a show where I got to just talk without Tuttle interrupting me all the time. What? It is yeah. really nice that we can finally just have the runway to get off our takes without the Tuttle tornado just ripping through this show. Oh, God bless the people that watch this show just for Tuttle to talk. Well, oh, dude, really they're easy. they're tilting so it, hard. I wish we had sick Tuttle, and we could do like side by side of sick Tuttle next to like healthy Tuttle, and just like hear his voice be the absolute same no matter what. <laughs> yeah, there's. So I think in week 17, Christian McCaffrey he needs 67 receiving yards to become the third all time. Uh, so he's pretty good play. Probably, pretty probably good play, play I guess. Him. I think Pretty you play. can go back to Will Greer and Cash. I know a lot of people were burned by him, but at 4,600, it's still one of the best points per dollar plays. <laughs> Bro, people, people, there were, there were people who were Josh and Will Greer to the people last week. That happened. Uh, someone played Will Greer and Cash and cashed. This guy. <laughs> wow. Staying on brand. Wow. Did yes. you play CMC also? I did. How how galaxy brain are your cash? I bet you never get accused of sharing lineups with anybody. Oh, no. In, cash. Yeah, <laughs> if, in fact, that one week that uh, someone accused me and you of colluding because we have the same lineup, I'm like, that's if anything, that is like an insult to my brain. I mean, that just that just means that I went way off the beaten path if you and I had the same team. Listen, but it was, I mean, Will Greer and then CMC. DeAndre Washington, we talked about jamming in Tyler Boyd last week. All my receivers got there. I mean, it was it was a fine lineup. It wasn't going to win anything, obviously, but it was a fine lineup. I cashed. That's See, Josh, he Josh Will Greer to the people, and he lived to laugh at his own joke the next week. Men cash soccer Dave lives to tell the tale. That's how you do it, Peter Overzet. I, I should say, too, I never ended up dunking on Silva on Twitter, but if Mike Boone would have scored 16.8 fantasy points or more on Monday night, he would have been in this seat right now, and he just ate it. Did, tell me, did he get benched? Was that what happened? Did Boone he played four, He played 14 less snaps than Amir Abdullah. Oh, A lot God. of disingenuous touting on the uh, the Mike Boone there were, I mean, there were a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, of genuine touting of Mike Boone by people who, who they, they, they were like, okay, this, this undrafted free agent running back, bad player. Mm. This undrafted free agent running back, though, best player of all time. It was, it's like, it's like the Drake meme of like the, the Nah wave to Patrick Laird and then just being like all in on Mike Boone who lost, uh, who lost passing down work to Amir Abdullah. I honestly just thought it was disgusting what I was seeing from their Twitter accounts. There was all these puns. They were deifying yeah. this guy as if he was the yeah. second coming of Christ. And then to see him flop like that, it just – people paid for that information. It's really yeah. sick. Sick. It's, it's different when you're getting it for free on this. And that was one of my favorite quotes yesterday is – we had the uh, the ESPN 30 for 30, the 10 part or whatever, the 10 part miniseries, uh, documentary series on Michael Jordan, and Davis's quote was, "The MJ hero worship is one of the dumbest thing in sports." 
But this documentary is amazing. Like both both parts of that statement are a hundred percent true. And uh honestly I got a bunch of boomers to get like upset and have their blood pressure raised on Christmas. So goal goal accomplished. The guy that goes to New York to watch Patrick Laird and the the MJ sir, hero. Sir, worship. I'm worship, I'm worshiping the correct deity. The the best response, though, was Empire Maker 2 saying that he would uh, pimp smack you if you ever called him a boomer. And imagine, spo- imagine a more 1954 way to say that you're going to hit someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> guys guys uh, letting his old money roots get in the way of his, uh, of his Twitter clout. All right. Well, this show is going to be thebomb.com, so let's go ahead and uh, – God, this and- is a boomer show. <laughs> <laughs> this show's gonna be fat, P H A T. So, so I what I, what I need to know before we get started is has Kitchen yeah. done research on which cornerbacks are gonna be rested for for all of our wide receiver analysis? Like which cornerbacks oh. are gonna be rested for Week 17? Oh yeah, faux shizzle, faux shizzle. Um, we will have all the quarter. Uh, Davis, when you saw Mike Clay tweet the AJ Brown being a hundred percent covered. By Marshawn Lattimore, did you did you think that that was just a coincidence, or did you think that maybe certain matchups? I thought this was a great opportunity to get off a tweet that's going to get fifteen to twenty three favorites, and that's exactly what I did. I just dropped a, I just dropped a little. Who is Mar- Marcus? No. Is it Marcus or Marshawn? Marshawn. Marshawn. Marshawn, yeah. Yeah, so I just dropped a little who is that guy and, uh, you know, just, just a, a little slight work on my Christmas Eve. Dave, right. you want to hear a fun story? When we were in New York, Davis tried to fire off a tweet roasting me. I can't even remember what it was for and it got zero likes and he bailed and on deleted it, deleted it. it like five yeah. minutes in. He Not it. like literally like 90 seconds in. <laughs> He will delete the cricket responses for sure. I mean, that's just good branding. I went through and deleted some this morning. Davis, how much do do people trying hard, motivation, how much does that go into week 17? Like, I mean, I want to remind you guys about Chalk Roger Lewis week, week 17, when he was with the Giants, and then he didn't even play. Did not even play a snap because it came out later that he was hurt. Like, week 17 can be just a giant – it's like it's like week four of the preseason. Uh, it is. This is the week four preseason regular season slate. I think that team level motivation has got to be the number one thing that you're looking for. Like what what are the teams still playing for? So these are the teams that still have to win: the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. With the Steelers, Raiders, and Titans needing wins as well. The 49ers have to beat Seattle. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Theoretically, they have to beat the Lions, but uh, the way that the times of those games are scheduled out, they might know that they are safe. Uh, the Saints, uh, same situation. The timing of the game, like if they're up, if they're up fourteen to zero or fourteen to seven or whatever at half, there's there's a risk that they could bench guys in the second half. The um, and the Eagles, Cowboys, and Seahawks all have to win as well. So those are the teams that you for sure know are going to be playing guys all four quarters. Well, except for the Saints. The Saints might not. They, they're, they, I'd say you could ding them on projections, you know, 2% or whatever due to that risk. But other than that, those are the teams that are going to be trying. 
uh, Peter, when you're saying like you're gonna outwork people, does that mean like you're going to get in the heads of these players that have big motivational factors going into week 17? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people out there are going to be looking at projections, and yet do they know that Ryan Tannehill is set to earn $250,000 by throwing 23 pass TDs and another 250000 for reaching 25? He currently has 20. I mean, these are the kind of things that the competition doesn't know. And I should also say I have TweetDeck up right now. I am ingesting every single tweet. I will not let a piece of news slip by me. So that's kind of what the deal is right now, guys. No one is breaking down the slate like the Swolecast is breaking down the slate. We will. We're the, we're the only we're the only outlet on the internet actually giving coverage of the Week 17 <laughs> NFL games. If you need information on Week 17 games, this is this is it. There's no other content out there for you. This is like Week Four of the preseason. Davis, I did have one nitpicky thing. Didn't did you say the Bills need to win? Don't they have the fifth seed locked up no matter what? Yep, they do. Oh, yeah, that is correct. Sorry. I was looking at the notes I made and just looking at the bolded names. You are correct. Bills Pretty disingenuous, are, Davis. That, that was disingenuous. So, so do we think, do we think that we get Matt Barkley in this game? Do we get TJ Yeldon in this game? Are we getting, are we getting the backups for Buffalo? Well, so I've been talking to my sources on the ground at Bills Mafia. They were a little hungover after Christmas, but mm-hmm. they are claiming they're going to play their starters. I'm expecting like a 60-40 split. Pretty, okay, good. I'll, I'll, I'll input that in the projections right now. Yeah. If you're going to play min one, Josh Allen, you definitely want to bring it back with – no, you need to play on a you need to play on a site where you can play both Josh Allen and Mark, Matt Barkley and really cover your ass. That's kind of where I'm looking. Is at. there is there two QB DFS out there? Does that exist? Doesn't FanDuel have some of that Superflex? I think they, they did, really and I think year. they I think they I think they yeah they they nixed that. Yeah. Well, close. You they did at one point have it though. All right, uh, let's let's. Um, Talk about quarterback position. Who is the top play at quarterback this week for you, Davis? I mean, I know that this is not the right answer, but I just so badly want it to be Robert Griffin the third. No, I want it. I want it to be RG three. Like that's who. That's the guy who I I I am just wanting to uh jam the f in. I just I I love Robert Griffin, and I I guess how much of the the question in playing him is. How much of the rough, of the rushing stuff that they do with Lamar do you think that they give to him? Like, are they, are they calling a bunch of designed runs for him? Because if so, I'm, I'm pretty into that. Peter? Um, so I think that I like these quarterbacks, boots on the ground, Titans, Texans. I like Watson. <laughs> Peter, like did you even, did you even hear Davis's question about Robert Griffin running the ball? Is that oh that he was asking me? Yeah, I mean you're the information guy. Like, what do we think we're getting? Do, are are we going to get eight rushing attempts, twenty five passing attempts from Robert Griffin the third? So here's the thing: the whole the thesis behind the Ravens carrying Robert Griffin the third is that he can run and do everything that Lamar Jackson does. So when you remove Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram from this offense, I fully expect to get 99.9% of the production from Robert Griffin and Justice Hill. Justice I mean, Hill. 
Go ahead. RG3, I mean, he he is kind of in a way play like there's going to be starting quarterback jobs available next year. Like so this this could be like a Matt Flynn situation for him for sure. Why why does Derek Cardi only have him projected for 12.08 points? That that I mean, okay, that's bad. That's like <laughs> Derek, come on, bro. <laughs> we have him projected for a lot more points than that and we're low on him. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, it's, it's, uh, is he at Disneyland right now? He can't update it. It's sad to know that I'm out. Well, Britt Devine's Derek wedding Carney. is over. <laughs> and, I mean, but the photos are not. <laughs> Britt Devine, Britt Devine, <laughs> biggest biggest fish, dude. Guy guy sides guy sides with Sammy on fading uh, Tyler Higby and Austin Hooper in cash the last two weeks. Doesn't doesn't get fishier than that, Britt. <clears throat> it's more right. of an art, really. Yeah. Okay. Davis, by the way, you never congratulated me on January season last week. Janu was uh, you know, he was a a good play, I guess. He had a he had a good game. Good for you. Did he did he outscore Austin Hooper? Oh yeah. Did he? Yeah, he had a touchdown and everything. Austin Kenneth? Hooper had like Austin Hooper had like 6 for 82 though. Oh, dude, I can't believe points? you busted on Sammy so much for Gasecki, dude. That was slow, man. That was it was cool. it was the I, the thesis behind the play was that Mike Gasecki is a grown ass man. So I guess I I guess I can't fault Sammy for that. Yeah, I mean, once you told Sammy that Mike Gasecki's family is huge, he had to jam him in cash. It's last. true. Yeah, he he took that boots on the ground <laughs> report and really ran with it. <laughs> So the right. quarterback that we have projected for the most amount of points, and this is early in the week, this is really just baselines and feeding off of Vegas stuff, but it is Dak Prescott. And I, uh, I, I shocker, mean, shocker that you're going to pony up for Dak Prescott. One I, I have not, I've not touched this stuff. This is, this is not, this is not my doing at all. So I'm, I'm, yeah, but you liked him last week. That. You liked him against the Patriots. I mean, you have stand for, for Dak the whole season. I mean, he's like the number five quarterback in fantasy. (sighs) Not recently, bro. Well, here's one of the reasons I like Dak uh, a little bit this week more than other weeks, and it's that they benched Amari Cooper for Tavon Austin, and I think that really opens up the (laughs) offense. that opens up the offense, yeah. And I think he's going to be able to do a lot of things that Amari wasn't able to do, so that, that should work out well. Tannehill is uh, is very high priced, but Peter, you said you kind of liked him this week. Obviously, two weeks ago against Houston, he did okay. Um, just had those long drives. How how high are you on Tannehill this week? Me? I mean, it's never going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my thing. Is I use week, week seventeen. Seven to just play all the guys I haven't been playing all season. So I'm just going to jam Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown in this, in this spot. And just, and just finally, uh, I'm getting an echo back in my uh, my feed here. I'm hearing myself talk. I got that. I got that, too. It's probably Tuttle's fault somehow. It's Tuttle's fault. What about now? Do you still have an echo? I think I'm good now. Oh, so it was just it was just kitchen? 
it was just it was just catching being a fish. I mean, are we? I guess if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about quarterbacks, we do have to talk about uh, Jameis Winston. Who, if we if we want to talk motivation, I think it's like he has to throw for like 651 yards or something like that on Sunday to break the single season NFL passing record. And uh, you know, I just think I think that's like a good line. I think that's like a good median projection for him is uh, 650 passing yards in this game. Uh, you know, against against Atlanta. I, in all seriousness, though, like, come on, dude. Jameis is just going to smash Atlanta, right? Like, he's going to throw 50 passes and three, like, 350 and three is a lock. 353 and three. Who's going to throw passes to? Perryman and Watson and Howard and Brait. Even a little Rojo pass catching action last week, Kitchen. You oh, like that? Loved it. <laughs> Davis, are you concerned? Are you throttling down Winston's projection with Ish Hyman being cut and Jaden Mickens getting promoted from the practice squad? Because that's something on my radar. Uh, <laughs> I just had to add Jaden Mickens to our sheet this morning, and I was just like, "Wow, well, this is how the mighty have fallen." Uh, Jameis's YPA and um, like some of his corresponding like peripheral stats are a lot worse without Evans and Godwin feeding into the projections. If Evans and Godwin were active, I would expect that he would be our highest projected quarterback of the week, but uh, but he is not. I think that um, our boy. My boy, at least. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be kind of low owned this week. Uh, just cause it's like, it's not a super obvious smash spot. They don't have like, you know, a, a super insane team total or anything like that. And he is the most expensive quarterback. Uh, you know, I think people will probably drift towards Rodgers, Tannehill, Winston, those guys a little bit more. And, uh, you know, I just, I, if I, if I can offer some, some hashtag analysis here, it just feels like we're due for like a 404 Mahomes game. So that's where I'm going with that. Uh, Peter, are you keeping track on like the first set of games and how it might affect the motivation in the second slate of games? I will. Yeah, I'm actually flying home to Colorado tonight to be with my family uh, around the holidays. I told them uh, I am not available to go to church on Sunday. I will not be going to lunch with Grandma who turned 90 in February, I will, in fact, be tracking the 1 p.m. games to see what the Chiefs' motivation is. And Grandma just better understand, Dave. No, hopefully her Grandma does. Let's make a lineup on DraftKings.com, NFL, see what we can come up with. See, first of all, if you're playing cash this week, you are a sick Gen fish. Loving it. Love, dude, come take my games. I got Robert Griffin and Marquise Brown stacked, bro. <laughs> uh, I, w- I will say kind of a, kind of a bummer. I bet on a good run in NFL, uh, over the last month. The mm-hmm. invites, the invites have stopped. I, I'm not getting, I'm not getting my, my inbox is not full of like, uh, like 50 plus invites a week. It's now, it's only like, it's only like 10, 20 guys now. So if All you're right, listening Davis. to this and you think I'm a fish, Davis Maddock on DraftKings, send the invite. All right, Davis, you can go ahead and start us off. Robert Griffin the third. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this is it. It's going to be like I'm going to be all in on RG3. <sighs> Matt, Flynn, to... Matt, Matt Flynn situation, bro. Matt dude, Flynn they situation. They don't have much to play. Like, you, you know, no, you they know have nothing be... to play for. They have zero. They have nothing to play for at all. I know, and usually I'd be all in, but against, oh, oh. Robert Griffin, Robert Griffin and Cash, bro. <sighs> all right. Peter? Just got to scale him up to 65% of the team's rushing attempts to get him into optimal lineups on DailyRoto.com. 
Well, if Davis is going to do that, I was just looking around my office to see if I had a gavel prop, which uh, <laughs> I do not, but there will be justice on Sunday. Stack them up, baby. Love Robert it. Griffin love it. Love the Hill. stack. Yep, love it. You'll notice on the RG premium filters, we got Justice Hill tag GPP and salary relief. So that has to be good. Yeah, I'm going to um... – I opened up a lineup HQ earlier today and my access had been revoked. And I thought, <laughs> uh oh, what, what has happened here? And I was like, uh, this was actually, this was yesterday because I couldn't build an NBA line. Like, I was just lost without the premium filters. Dave got fired on Christmas and then revoked his lineup HQ. It was such a bad, such a, like, I wanted to see the conviction plays that weren't, I mean, it's just like, I, I, I needed more, but. All right, uh, Robert Griffin and Justice Hill, man. Let's just go ahead and make this lineup as quick as we can. This is this is already like I'm not even having to do any editing because this is just what I have saved as my cash game shell right now. What's it getting, right. Dave? I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty it up a little bit and go with uh, Christian McCaffrey. You don't fade narratives like this. You just do not fade. Narratives. I didn't hate, fade it last hate, week. Hate to agree with Kitchen, but uh, yeah, they are. They are. The entire offense is going to be centered around getting him 216 scrimmage yards somehow. Yeah, like that's that's their game for sure. All right, Peter. I believe it's back to Davis. Davis. It is back to me, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm I'm looking to I'm looking to only make flexes on this podcast, so I'm gonna go with Damian Williams, uh, Spencer Ware back on the injured reserve, no longer uh, active. They hate Darwin Thompson, they hate Lashawn McCoy to the point that they made uh, Couch Potato Ware active over him last week. So I think I think Damian is in line for a a big workload, uh, just running downhill with the lead against the Chargers. I, I think the Chiefs score for like 40 plus this week you you only make flexes you mean putting a running back in our flex that's what you meant sick flex <laughs> okay i uh i'm gonna play a wide receiver do it he's, he's he's just way too cheap guys i mean i'm looking at this and in this economy when i'm trying to save money i'm playing deandre hopkins at 7800 so this is like one of the biggest questions of the week is hopkins because he has the with and without fuller splits where he just turns into like uh like uh like miami brandon marshall but the the texans don't really have anything to play for and and there is there is like they they might not even start Deshaun Watson in this game, so I, I'm probably not playing any Texans. Here's the thing, Bill O'Brien, who's a man of his word, said that the starters are going to play, and I believe him. They I have do. No they will. I, I think they will probably play some. Well, at 7,800, all I need is like four catches for 40 yards. <laughs> that that gets you one X. It's true. That's all you're trying to do is one X. Explain some of the results in the bankroll challenge, I think. If anything, I would have played Kenny Stills, who roasted the Titans two weeks Stills, ago. yeah. He's he's uh, such a baller. I don't, I don't chase the box score. I skate to where the puck's going to be. <laughs> All right, Could Dave, you... what chalky stud are you going to throw in next? Right. <laughs> you guys may have heard of this guy. O.J. Howard? Ooh. I don't actually think this is chalky, and I, I actually think this is sharp, Dave. Wow. We know we're in the Christmas sharp? spirit when Davis is calling Dave Sharp. No, no think- people people are not going to go back to Perryman, to Watson, to Howard, to Brate, because they all just kind of had middling games last week. But, dude, I'm telling you, Jameis, 
first of all, they had all these quotes about wanting to win this game to finish the season eight and eight instead of seven and nine. And if you're telling me Jameis Winston doesn't know he's 650 yards away from the record, you're lying to yourself. Yeah, you think he's going to go for it? Dude, he doesn't care. Dude, I imagine, imagine thinking Jameis Winston has a conscience about where and when he throws a, a football. Boots right. on the ground, Peter. I just realized I picked Justice Hill over Patrick Laird, and I'm just devastated. <laughs> I got caught up in the Robert Griffin stack, and then you guys, dude, I can't, I can't believe this is this is so brutal for your brand. Patrick Laird, the number one points per dollar play in the blitz across all positions in Week 17. <laughs> he has he has risen. He has risen, bro. I mean, they have no other running backs. Did they you have... see they, they signed your boomer, Samaj P. Ryan. Wow, good for him. You didn't I mean, know that? I am outworking Davis in week 17. I didn't know. I didn't know they signed Samaj P. Ryan. I know that they gave DeLance Turner four carries last week, so Adam Levitan's take from a month ago finally came true. He finally got to see DeLance Turner get carries in a regular season NFL game. Good for Levitan. All right. I'm praying for him. I'm praying for him. It's your pick, Davis. I'm praying for you, Peter. I can't believe I can't believe that that blatant shift there. Uh, kitchen took Kitchen took OJ Howard. Uh, I'm gonna take Robert Woods. At least nine oh, targets yeah. in each of his last four games. Had 18 targets, 172 yards the last game against Arizona. Patrick Peterson is a defensive player that I know. And this he's is, gonna cover cups. This is so disingenuous. You're getting on me about Bill O'Brien resting starters when Sean McVay, they have nothing to play for and is already on the record saying they're not gonna play a lot of their starters. They, this is, this is just bad touting from Davis and I'm out. This is disingenuous this touting. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so does that mean, does that mean it's finally a Malcolm Brown game? Does that mean we finally have a Malcolm Brown game? Cause Daryl Anderson's on the IR. Dave, can we make two DraftKings light up so we can yeah, get Malcolm Brown and Patrick Clarendon? <laughs> okay, hold on. So, so I'm, I'm unsubbing out Robert Woods and I'm just going to go Brashad Perryman. We're doing the double stack, no QB. Uh, yeah, you know what, Davis? I'm also guessing that you don't know why Tyreek Hill is such an awesome play as well. He's got, he's got a bonus in his contract. No, he's just an awesome play. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the good, like the elite skill position players from the teams that have to win this week, I think might actually end up being a little under owned because everyone just loves the fancy play. Like everyone, everyone loves like, Oh, you know, I got to get this guy who needs this. I got to get this guy who needs this. Uh, you know, and you know, just, uh, as a great man that I once knew, uh, on a podcast who drank a lot of tequila once said, just play the best plays. And then throw up and have your wife have to text Drew Dinkmeyer that you're throwing up and can't do NBA projections. You said you said wife, so it's not Tommy G. Oh no, it's not. It's not Mr. G. Tommy G, the original play the best plays guy. Um, Is that true? Yeah, he said don't play guys that suck. That was his. Good, wow, good for him. Yeah, that was before before you were born, Davis. Don't worry about it. All right. Um, do we even have to fill this out, really, after Davis's yeah. Robert Woods take? No, I, I switched it to Perryman. All right. You know then what? You can play. You can play 
schmeg schmord and uh 2k uh, 2k defense here's who i would play Shmushmonte adams he's a schmud play this week I'm not going to participate. Well, he's 96 <laughs> yards short of 1,000 yards. I mean, Aaron Rodgers literally won't throw to anyone else. So that's so all. So he's going to get that. So he he should get the bonus. So, I mean, he's got a floor of like 20. My favorite part about that pick, Dave, is it leaves us with negative $1,200 for our defense. Play the best plays, bro. <laughs> All right, let's move on to running back. We, we literally made an invalid lineup for the listeners who are going to play this in cash. It's a good cash team. <laughs> what are you chugging over there today, Dave? This is uh, L8. This is from the uh, Winchester, Kentucky Bottling Factory. It's originally called a late one, but uh, it's made with real ginger and citrus, and it is unlike anything you've ever tasted. Wow. That was uh, that was a nice free ad for them you just gave there. I'm drinking Pedialyte. <laughs> With lemon. Davis, why are you sick? Why am I sick? I don't yeah. know. Probably because I was around a bunch of kids at my girlfriend's family thing this week. Did you play with them? Had to, man. It's not really an option. When you're with your girlfriend's family, you got to act yeah. like you I like just kids. remember when you came over to my house and you just neglected my daughter. And just I hung out with your I hung out with your dog outside a lot though. Yeah, well, you killed her. <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about running backs. Christian McCaffrey, he's a lock. Patrick Blair, Nick Chubb, um, Patrick Lair, good plays. Patrick Lair. <laughs> play. He's literally because I've just been waiting for this. The people are gonna the people are gonna have to very genuinely genuinely tout Patrick Laird to themselves. Here's the thing. I've been, I've said this to Davis in the private confines of a DM. Patrick Laird is on the Wes Welker trajectory, which is a former Dolphins player that shows out versus the Patriots at the end of the season, and then Bill Belichick goes out and acquires him. Patrick Laird is going to catch eight balls. He's going to be a factor on special team. Bill's going to be over there on the sideline being like, we got to get this guy on the squad. Patrick Laird, future New England Patriot, after going for 25 DraftKings points in an all-around effort on Sunday. Book it. Right. So I don't know if you if you hear the Brian Flores quotes today about uh, first of all he was talking up he was talking up uh, Gaskin but whatever we don't need to talk about that uh, he said if you want to find a way to to make it to, like to get my attention make an impact in the kicking game like make an impact on special teams and like that that's the Laird story dude like he's like like he's gonna be the starting running back on Sunday and he's gonna demand to be on the punt coverage team like usually I would say this is too much Laird. Hype, uh, considering, Play the best plays, his, dude. considering his performance in the field. But you're right. The Blitz does have him right now as number one Darper point. Would you say this is too back. much for a cell phone, iPhone cover? Yeah. Yeah, it's way too <laughs> Peter, where did you get that? Is it custom made? I texted him Merry Christmas yesterday. Did you? Davis, you need to stop. You're gonna ruin this, dude. I'm, Davis is a legit liability with this. The, the stuff you sent me a screenshot of one of your conversations. I'm just like cringing over here. Davis, you gotta cool your jets on this. David, is Mike Davis is, gonna Mike, ruin it Mike, for everybody. Mike Gesicki, grown ass man. He sent that to Patrick Laird. He said, "Mike Gesicki, grown ass man." Sent it to him. Someone take away this kid's phone. My God. 
but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't if you if you deify him and if you treat him like someone you can't chat with, then it's going to be weird. <laughs> All no, right. we, you just you have ulterior motives. I just have a friend. I, no, I'm the one who doesn't have ulterior motives. I'm just chatting with my friend. You're the one who's treating him like a content. Uh, you, you know, just something from one of your little shows, Peter. Oh, get it. You just described <laughs> yourself because you're holding up a mirror, and that's all you see. <laughs> we'll say Patrick Laird is Peter Overzet's first live prop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, running back, Saquon Barkley Davis. We uh, I missed out on the past two weeks after rostering Saquon, I think, for the previous, like, six or seven weeks. So I want to say this is my my doing as far as him going absolutely off. But he needs 87 yards rushing for a thousand yards. He has been just crushing it lately. Is does he come back down to earth today or this week? You know, I uh, I really hope not. I really hope that the New York Football Giants are able to rally behind Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Sterling Shepard. I hope that they look at the opposition and they say, you know what, we are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, and we are going to allow the Dallas Cowboys to shamefully hang their heads uh, as the four seed in the NFC East and host the Seattle Seahawks in a playoff game. So I, I, I very much hope Saquon gets his in this game. I hope this is the first time in his career that Saquon has mattered. All right. Peter, other running backs that you like this week other than Patrick Laird and Christian McCaffrey? So I've hated on Zeke all year because I thought he was a fake bell cow with how little targets he was getting. And then last week he has seven targets, seven catches. They seem to be establishing him very hard. Uh, we just saw Saquon. Which I, I said would happen. You did, Dave, and, and I forgot to mention that. That was the first thing I was going to say. All credit to Dave on Ezekiel getting reestablished. Uh, and now he gets the, uh, the skins in a must win game for them. They're probably going to give it to him 20 times. Oh, really... uh, 20 times, dude. Try, try like a Patrick Laird disingenuous 37 to 42 times in this game. 20 touches, 19 targets, 39 total <laughs> touches, 39 total. <laughs> All credit today. Well, when their starting quarterback couldn't throw the ball downfield last week, it just seemed like a lock that. Well, look, dude, they just, they had to establish. Tavon Austin, and like that's fine. That's what you do when you're when you need to win a game. You establish him. Uh, we we should probably talk about uh, how zero running back died, but Miles Sanders is uh, just you know he's out here winning people league championships with an ADP in the sixth round, and he is he's projected for a lot of DraftKings points this week. And they said that even if Jordan Howard is healthy and able to play in this game, they're just going to be running him and Boston Scott mostly. So that's yeah, what I we got. should take a. You know, you gotta love the fact that it's the dead of winter, Christmas Day, and people are still arguing about zero RB. I mean, what a world! My 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 new thing, my new thing is anyone who critiques it, I'm just hitting them with the OK Boomer Penguin, yeah. and I'm just moving on. I'm not even gonna argue it further than that. Ugh. My favorite thing was doing a joke tweet and referencing win rates and giving getting one specific anecdotal example back to me a million different times. I mean, these people out here. Sammy, Sammy did this. That tweet was so. Dude, Sammy literally, he's like too much of a boomer to even understand the thesis behind Zero RB. <laughs> <laughs> Like Sammy Reed is older than David Kitchen. <laughs> Sammy Reed, Sammy Reed drafted, uh, Sammy Reed drafted Eddie George in his first fantasy league. <laughs> Sammy Reed, Sammy Reed was one of the people who helped make the NFL 100 list, and it was arguing for Don Hudson over Calvin Johnson. <laughs> 
I like this. Right. Keep going. These are good. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to say one that you'll want to delete yeah. immediately after. No, that's the thing. Those were those were funny, and I'm gonna stick with those. All right, cool. All right, uh, any Patriots running backs you want? Is this uh, sexy Rexy Burkhead Week 17 week? You got the highest implied team total. Of the no, week. I mean you, you should want one of them, but I don't know how you could have any confidence in any of them. How crazy is it that Sony Michelle has a, a three touchdown game this year, and uh, he he's like he's so bad, like he's yeah. gonna finish the year as like RB 32 in a year where every running back died. <clears throat> All right, let's move to wide receiver. Michael Thomas. Can you play Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey in the same lineup? No, he's hurt. He's got a, was, he's got a hand injury. I was just going to say, because I'm out working everyone, I did see a Roto World tweet earlier that he was <laughs> absent from practice today. That's actually true, and I'm out working people. All right. So, if he so even if he does play, he's going to be one of the first guys to go to the sideline for them if they if they get up or if they find out that they don't need to win their game. Davis, for someone that thinks that injuries don't matter, I'm surprised at this. But playing time matters, and injuries are going to dictate playing time in this situation. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the uh, Rotor Grinders Fantasy Football Week 17 Motivation Rest and Milestone Tracker. We're giving New Orleans a nine and a half out of ten motivation. So, yes, it is true that they have reasons to win the game, but there are a bunch of scenarios in which it doesn't matter. So basically what they need is they need the Packers to lose or the 49ers to lose. But if both of those teams either win their games or are winning their games at halftime, they're basically it's it's going to be team shut them down for New Orleans. You think even if it's like a really close game, like if it's like they're up by three, or are you saying if the other teams are blowing out the other teams at halftime? I, I just it's a scenario where score lines from other games have the ability to impact playing time in that game. So I do I would not give them I'd give them like a seven and a half out of ten. All right, Peter, you agree with that? Yep, I do. I He's do, got his boots on the ground. I'm also playing Taysom Hill, 4,500 on DraftKings. <laughs> you know, floor. you know, there is nothing that Sean Payton would love more than to run like the like the the triple option with like <laughs> jump passes with Taysom Hill for a full game. Davis, when does San Francisco play? Uh, I can tell you that. Yeah, can you look that up and tell me? Because I'm interested in seeing when they play. San Francisco plays. They play the night game. Yeah, they do. But the Packers play. But you're saying before, if San Francisco right? is up at halftime, then New Orleans is going to pull their starters and the 12 p.m. I'm game. just saying I, what I'm saying is that their seating is not entirely up to them and the result of this game. They need other results <laughs> to go their way. But they still need to win. They're still playing to win, I guess is my point, because San Francisco doesn't play until Sunday night, and so they still need to win because if San Francisco loses, then what's going to happen is they're going to get the number one seed. And that's a big that's a big thing. So they are playing to win, and San Francisco doesn't play until the night game. So they're not going to just – they're not going to fold it, basically, is what I'm saying. Peter, back me up on this. Sounds right, Dave. Yeah, I mean, you're the one that brought me on to be on the Swolecast, so who am I to argue with you, buddy? <laughs> who 
knew who knew that Kitchen bringing you on the Soulcast would lead to such a budding friendship for us, Pete? All right. Uh, any other running backs before we move on? I mean, yeah, we haven't we haven't covered DeAndre Washington, who is going to be starting for I Oakland we had already at moved Denver. On to wide receiver. That's why we were talking about Michael Thomas. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> uh, I also we should address like Gus Edwards versus Justice Hill. No, we we'll address it. I mean, I would much rather play Justice Hill, but it seems like they're probably going to give Gus Edwards more carries. What, what do you think about that, Pete? I mean, the thing is, we know Justice Hill is a better pass-catching running back yeah. than him, but they just haven't been throwing to the running back all season. So but they might with RG3, right? Will RG3 become a check-down king? Uh, maybe RG3 will squint and think it's Chris Thompson there, and it's actually Justice Hill. I don't know. <laughs> How much would you have to be paid to play Alvin Kamara in cash, Davis? How much would I have to be paid? Yeah. To, I mean, just I, like it seems very narrow that I would do that. Seems like almost like I'd, I'd have to be paid double, like two x my entry fees. Like no matter no matter his price, you just would. I mean, not I think he's him. I think he's a great play. It's just it seems it seems thin. Projection systems just always love him, and he just does not get it done. You're 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 saying this the week after he just absolutely went off. No. Yeah, he, he had two touchdowns and six catches last week. Twenty nine. He, he just doesn't points. score touchdowns, Davis. So why would you put him in your lineup? He scored two last week, bro. Other than that, why would you? Other put than him that, in your though. Other than Davis, that, Dave doesn't acknowledge touchdowns that come against his Titans. They don't count. That's true. <laughs> Those touchdowns were brutal, by the way. Oh man! All right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's move on to wide receiver. If Peter's okay with that, I would love to move on to wide receiver for the second time. Sounds All right, Devonte Adams, my number one wide receiver. Who is your number one wide receiver, Peter? I already said him earlier. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. That's a terrible take, but whatever. Davis. What was the question? Top receiver. Julio. See, that's actually a good take. I mean, it, it's the it is the correct take per the uh, per the available data. Yeah, I think it's Devontae. Julio's up there, though. I mean, I, I might play MT though. Like maybe. Oh, our, wh- <laughs> what? What is that? Boots happened? on the boots on the ground, cards on the table. Uh. I did not realize that the 49ers and Seahawks played Sunday night. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that if wow. I had spelled it out to you, you would eventually understand what I was talking about. This is the second time Davis has gotten corrected on a motivational issue. He's getting outworked this week, Kitchen. Davis Maddock is getting outworked. <laughs> That's well, he's speechless. You hate to see speechless. it. All right. <laughs> um... Christian Kirk, Peter, what are your thoughts on Christian Kirk this week? Uh, first off, let me say it wouldn't be week 17 of Swellcast without your internet connection still being uh, pretty rough, Dave. So it's nice to have all the Kitch- uh, kitchens. The he, hey, he's only he's only worked at home for like the last decade, so it's fine. It's fine that he's never figured his connection out. Um. So here's the thing about Christian Kirk. He boned me so hard last week. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every week. What 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 week was he good? What where was the, there Tampa was one Bay. good week? Tampa. Oh, he had that one good week where he scored forty. Yeah, that's the week you faded him, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I mean, the the thing about them, right, is is Kyler going to go? He's got the hamstring. Uh, Brett Hundley looked fine when he came in. The, it does seem like the Rams are going to be playing a ton of backups. So, should be good. I also have a win total bet. Cardinals over five wins. Would really love for them to get there. So, that's extra motivation for the Cardinals and Christian Kirk. Uh, he's not popping in the blitz, I'll tell you that. Uh, well, maybe that's because I, I don't, you know, I, maybe that's work. because he scored a touchdown in one of uh, 15 available games this year. I, I just, I'm just saying, maybe it is. Uh, you know, maybe the blitz hasn't made the proper defensive matchup adjustments, but because <laughs> we're outworking the competition, let me tell you, Jalen Ramsey is out for Week 17. Davis, Jalen Ramsey on the top corners. And he is out for week 17. So all systems are go for this. I call. think, I think Kitchen just outworked everyone in football Twitter. I think he's the first guy to realize that one, Jalen Ramsey wasn't playing and two, that that's going to have a big impact this week. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Uh, AJ Brown, yay or nay, Davis? It's a trap, Davis. You Davis, yay or nay? Way. Why, why would why would I be playing AJ Brown? Why would I have faded him all this time and then be paying him literally? He dude, he got two targets last week. Do you know why he got two targets last week, Davis? Yeah, Marcus Lattimore, the Marshawn. old uh, the old the old Georgia running back was covering him. First of all, he's from South Carolina. Marcus Lattimore was. Second of all. Marshawn Lattimore. Remember that draft where the 49ers just drafted like four guys with torn ACLs and everyone was like, dude, they're such geniuses. They're, they're just, they're outworking the competition. Dave, can you tag me in here for this yeah. uh, gang hey, up Peter, on this? What do you think about AJ Brown? Hey, Davis, you don't need more than two targets when you average 49 yards per carry. Okay, Davis? So, uh, that, maybe that's rethink just, it. That's more of a science than an art. This is a win and in game where the Titans have everything to play for on a 0 to 10 motivational scale they are currently at a 12 AJ Brown is the go-to wide receiver now for Tannehill if you want to plug this into your calculator 13 targets 8 catches 114 yards including a 60 yard catch against Houston just 2 weeks ago for 28.4 points the week before 36.6 points yes he did get shadowed by Lattimore but this is another explosion spot for an alpha wide receiver so if you want to be like Davis and be a little snowflake <laughs> sure. play Danny Amendola play you know, whoever your men-sal receiver is. But if you want to be an alpha, you play A.J. Brown. Davis, Davis. If, you want, if you want a little ammo, Cardi has Danny Amendola projected for more fantasy points than A.J. Brown right now. <laughs> Dude, right, Cardi, Cardi and Danny Amendola is one of the greatest love stories of our time. <laughs> <laughs> you play Actually, Danny Amendola in the dome. It's right. a flow chart. There's one guy you play in the dome. His name is Danny Amendola. <laughs> All right, who are, who are your cheap wide receivers this week, Davis? I mean, honestly, it's not it's not very good. It is it is like Christian Kirk, Jamison Crowder, Larry Fitzgerald, Randall Cobb, um, Muhammad Sanu, Greg Ward. It it is it is a bunch of guys you actually don't want to play at all, like a bunch of just like uh, legit bad plays. There's no Roger Lewis this week. It seems like there's no well. 
the guy who I think our projections are wrong about and way too low on is Justin Watson at 4,900 on DraftKings. I, I think he is one of the best plays of the week. Oh, when you and have to play last week, when you play Justin Watson at 5K, you got to do it. You got to jam him in at 5K. All right, uh, Peter, who is one of your two? When, when you can play AJ Brown for for 9K, you got to do it. <laughs> you got to got to jam in. I do AJ like Brown. Justin Watson, but do you know who else got 10 targets last He's, week? Steven Sims. I mean, I, I had him a bunch. Yeah. What, in your min-150s, two double backs, throttle straw light. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like 4X the field and it just didn't even matter. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Davis's boy, Greg Ward. Keep going back to that. Well, uh, Davis, you didn't tell people, but you almost had your first big GPP win. What? I, 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 all my tournament teams are all horrible last week. No, you're you're in the quarter arcade the other night. <laughs> oh yeah, I was winning the what's it called the one the the one dollar for showdown, and yeah. it was it was uh, I just needed uh, I was just fading one Javon Wims catch, and Dink <laughs> needed one Javon Wims catch to win fifty k. So what do you think happened? What do you think was the what it, like? I if I could have bet my entire life savings on Wims getting. Uh, a catch for one yard on that drive, I would have done it. All right, final thing before we go into uh, FanDuel and tight ends. We know Cincinnati's very bad, extremely bad. Cleveland, this just seems, if you want to talk about the motivational angle, this seems like a vent all your frustrations, like just put everything out there and just blow them out going into the break. Jarvis Landry, fifty nine hundred. If the Browns try to just blow a team out and take all their frustrations out, are we sure they could even do it? What also, evidence do we have that they can do that? Also, Nick Chubb leading the league in rushing. Gotta assume a lot of motivation here. Gonna stick it in his belly thirty five, forty times. How much are, are there too many mouths to feed? I mean that's really the question. That, that is that is true. Um, Davis, Odell, how much Odell this week? Probably very little. Can't can't really imagine wanting to play that dude. Even though he's only forty six yards away from a thousand yards on the we call Davis. we call we call Odell Beckham fancy Jason Avant in my household. <laughs> Just three weeks ago, Odell Beckham against Cincinnati. You know what he did? Probably like six for seventy five. Two catches for 39 yards. <laughs> it's, it, it's just like he – it's just the the Browns. And you know what it is, really more than anything, it's when you have a Browns player and they go to them on the red zone. You know, it's one of two things. Baker just threw a pick or they're about to go for it on fourth and goal because they just – they threw three straight incomplete passes on the other, uh, other goal-to-go situations. All right. Let's um – Let's move on. I love Kitchen's professionalism of eating during the show. You got a snack you'd like to plug here, Dave? Yeah, this is the People Puppy Chow. I eat it every post-Christmas Wolfcast episode. Uh, my mom makes it for me. It is Chex Mix, chocolate, and powdered sugar on top of it. Is that a picture of Br- of Ben Pritchett dunking a basketball behind you? Oh, no. Oh, this? Oh, this is awkward. Oh, I can't man. believe you set him up for this, Davis. I, I, I legitimately thought it was oh, our buddy Ben, though. 
Ooh, that's that's soccer Dave right there in the flesh. Look at that. Wow. Why isn't that your Twitter profile pic? <laughs> do you do you and Tommy G have like a, a monthly call where you guys talk about how good at sports oh, in high man. school you were? Can't believe you just pointed out my plaque where I had 1890 career points in high school. Embarrassing me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to FanDuel. Peter, you got anything on the shelf there? A little piece of physical crypto, still selling these this holiday season. <laughs> nice. Uh, I would ask for something athletic from Davis, but uh, he would just pull uh, one of his rap albums out, I guess. Probably the most athletic thing he's ever done. <laughs> I would have went with one of my skateboards, but they're all downstairs. Oh, oh I man. do. When I go home tomorrow, I'm gonna, I have a photo of me playing uh, tackle football when I was uh, in sixth grade. <laughs> It, it's a good photo. I'll, boots I'll on the boots on the ground. Yeah, boots d- on the you're ground. gonna love it. Yeah, I would have been the uh, the best uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end in 1960. Oh, you <laughs> added to my bit. You added to my bit. You think you're better than Chris Conley, bro? You're okay. not. <laughs> Davis would. Davis still claims that he was a professional skateboarder. I was. Because, I never said that. Uh, nor was uh, I ever. Uh, because companies sent him free merchandise. I never said I was a professional. I said that I got paid for being an athlete, which is something that none of the rest of you ever did. Yeah, because you're – because no, you said it was professional. So, anyways. Could you do a kickflip right now, Davis? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) One try? Dave Dave wants to bet against that. I'll FaceTime you when I'm done here. Listen (laughs) – Listen, I saw the uh, I saw the picture of Davis on the field. Let's just say uh let's just say he and Leonard Fournette and Saquon Barkley have a few things in common. Being fat has actually helped my center of gravity. <laughs> Dave says that while eating his like Dave, Dave says that while sugar. <laughs> Dave says that while his closest doppelganger is L King. <laughs> Uh, see who says we need Tuttle to reach the highs that this show can get. <laughs> um, speaking of Tuttle, my brother-in-law showed up to Christmas wearing finger toe shoes. Oh, and like not ironically. No, but the, you know, Peter, that Tuttle roamed the streets of Nashville, also not ironically, in finger toe shoes once upon a time. Oh my God. And it was so hot outside that his shoes began to melt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I hope you got a a what are those uh, on him. This was before the what are those damn Daniel moments. Uh, Davis, what are you working on right now? Uh, My week 17 starts this. Yeah, okay. Because usually you'd be all in on the finger toe bit. It didn't even bite. Dude, also, I just, like, I, I can't impart this enough. I I literally have been, like, uh, like very sick all day. So I'm just, I'm here battling because Tuttle felt the need to go to the urgent care at the time when he knew we were doing this show. Yeah. The the only reason I would question how sick you are is because you have promised to FaceTime us while kick flipping <laughs> after the show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand. I, dude, I've been doing kick flips since I was literally, like, nine years old. So I could probably do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> okay. Go Google uh, Davis Matic skateboard videos. Go to his Vimeo channel and 
just he he can do kick flips. I will say I that. I believe him. SP Focus Films. All right. Let's uh let's let's create a FanDuel lineup. Boy, if you thought we were well prepared for DraftKings, just wait till we get to FanDuel. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and start with the uh the Tannehill AJ Brown. No, no, veto, veto. Yeah. Nope. Oh uh, 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 dude, thought you were a real friend? No, I think it's funny to watch you get triggered too. Like <laughs> Ted, Ted Hill at only seventy nine hundred, he's just a lock on Fandle. How much is Robert Griffin though? <laughs> Robert Griffin's nine hundred cheaper and is going to score more points. AJ Brown seventy two hundred. She's just a lock, lock city. Don't bring it back with anybody. Just lock city it with Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown. All right, Peter, you got. What if we just threw Derrick Henry in there while we were at it? No. I mean, th- th- wow. I just got Dave to not wave Derrick Henry. The personal brand has never been in worse shape than it is right now, Dave. I just, I don't know that he's, I don't know that he's going to be healthy this week. Okay. All right. I guess injuries do matter. Um, let's jam, let's jam Zeke. Okay, I did see that Derrick Henry is practicing fully. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I basically created the lineup version of a Dave Kitchen porno with Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and AJ Brown. He said, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, yeah. I might have to rethink that later on, but for right now, <laughs> I need I need like a uh, I need like a, a Rappaport. This guy's gonna smash. <laughs> Just some real unbiased reporting. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, Davis. Laird. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. He's really the thesis behind the play is that he was actually always a better play on FanDuel than on DraftKings. We're not playing Laird. Kitchen, I'm allow it because I like if you're, you Kitchen, too. if you if you were gonna make me play frickin' Tannehill, we're playing Laird. All right. Tannehill is leading the league in quarterback rating. Wow. Patrick Laird. Wow. Leading the leading league in the league fantasy. Leading, leading, the league in, uh, leading the league in Peter and I's hearts. <laughs> leading the league in texting me back. Yeah, sympathy text. I need to tell him that the Make-A-Wish thing is ended. That was just for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter. I want to play a tight end. Uh, people know that the way the pricing is on FanDuel, they're just begging you to pay up. So I'll play Zach Ertz. I know he's questionable. Yeah, so we're not. We're not worried fine. about. We're not worried about playing a tight end with broken ribs at all. We're just. Yeah. We're. We're full. Full steam ahead on that. It's crazy how much you care about injuries these days, Davis. You think a little Q tag is gonna you give me plus one fifty plays, Davis? <laughs> plus one fifty. <laughs> hey, look. If he doesn't go, you just put in Goddard. He smashes too. There you go. Yeah, I'd probably prefer Goddard, but I understand. I understand the play. All right, uh, we need a couple more wide receivers, Davis. Uh, Devontae Adams. Man, copy my bits, copy Dave's takes. Yep. What are you bringing to the table this week? Sickness. Big kickflip. I'm 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 bringing not bailing like Tuttle. 
Yeah. It is true, Davis. Like, I would think as a stereotypical millennial, you would just have bailed out. I never bail, dude. I, I literally, I never do that. And Tuttle's the one that stuck with it. Stereotypical millennial, bro. Millennials, they don't, they don't know anything. They don't do anything. Right. I was gonna, is there, I, is there anything, is there, truly, truly, is there anything stupider and more predictable than old people complaining about young people? It is, uh, it is, honest to God, it is maybe, just watching people become memes. Maybe Did they make people? you sit at the kids' table yesterday, Davis? Is that why you're so upset? <laughs> Davis, you complain about old people all the time. This is what the best <laughs> because old people are all stupid. <laughs> Every last one of them. Oh. All right. Um, I was gonna play F1 this week, but he's he might be out with concussion. If he's out with concussion, I might just jam in Sims. Probably just all in on Sims. I think. Yeah, but if I think if McLaurin plays, I'll have plenty of McLaurin because he has high motivation too to reach the thousand yards. <laughs> so he's been tearing it up lately. I would play him, but I'm not going to now. Let's go with. Um, oh, I was gonna say Jarvis Landry. I just can't do it. Uh, pass. Pass. We'll play like someone in the flex spot. Um, just like another running back, that good running back. I just, I don't know who the wide receiver three is going to be. Ah. I'll play Sanders. <laughs> At 7,400. And if we play a cheap defense, then we need like a really cheap wide receiver. Who's the cheap defense this week, Davis? I mean, the team that I have saved is uh, is pretty gross, but uh, I definitely think there are a couple there are a couple ones that are playable. The the Jets against the Bills backups seems kind of intriguing to me. I like Cardinals versus backups on the Rams. Dude, imagine imagine like please. Give me a Bortles start against Arizona. Yeah, okay, I would be, I would betray the Robert Griffin takes <laughs> on this podcast so hard if like Bortles starts against Arizona. You're gonna play Bortles over oh, big, Robert dude. Griffin, <laughs> dude, no. big time. Dude, you're so, you're so. Is, is that too far? Did I take it too far? Yeah, it's way too far. You would see no heart of hearts. Look me in the eye. You would rather play Bortles than RG three. Mm. <sighs> it's very close. The, the memes, the memes with Bortles are better, and he's seven hundred cheaper. I think. I don't care about memes. I care about outworking the competition, Davis. And you don't do that with Blake Bortles. You do that with. Well, give me, give me, a, give me a boots on the, give me a boots on the ground take on uh, on them. On the on the Los Angeles Rams, what are, are we going to get Bortles? Where, my my boots couldn't be farther from the ground that Blake Bortles walks on. So I don't give know me give that. me a no no give me um give me a, a rolled up a rolled up sleeves take. You're just working hard. I, sorry, I don't know what you're asking me, Davis. Roll up the sleeves and give me <laughs> give me a projection for the Los Angeles Rams this weekend. The Los Angeles Rams, Davis, have nothing to play for. The Cardinals are hungry. They want to hit that over five win total on the season for everyone who bet them. And they're going to come out and play. 
Cliff Kingsbury, he's still trying to prove that he's an innovator, that it's not the horizontal rate. He wants it to be the vertical rate. This is a redemption game, Davis. A redemption game. I love it. All right. I think I found the cheap one. Davis will love this. Randall Cobb. Hmm. 5,200 on FanDuel. Well, yeah, what they're, what they're doing is they, um, you know, they are, they're going with the smaller, quicker guys, right? That was what, that was what they said. So they got to go with Tavon and with Cobb. Yeah, you didn't want Tavon, Dave? I, he was actually 4,800, but, uh, I figured he was, uh, Davis would just be triggered by the Tavon play. Davis loved Tavon back in the day. The Tavon hero worship from Davis was <laughs> disgusting. But the documentary is going to be incredible. The, dude, the, ta- the, event, the, the, eventual, the eventual Tavon Austin documentary is going to be unreal. All right. Tight ends that you like, Davis? I mean, I do. I, I was kind of joshing with you earlier, but I do actually really like uh, O.J. Howard. And uh, I think Tyler Higby is just Rob Gronkowski now. So I, don't, I know that I know that they're not really playing their starters, but like, is there some sort of record that Higby can break? Like, how do I how do I just play more Tyler Higby? Tyler Higby, let's pull up his uh, thing. I, I can spin a motivation milestone. Yeah, you spin a motivation while I, I say Travis Kelsey, O.J. Howard, Cam Bray, Dallas Goddard, and Caden Smith are my five favorite tight ends for all formats. Higby right. only 5,600. I mean. Here you go, Davis. Tyler Higby is only 350 yards away from 1,000 receiving yards on the season. They're going to go can out get, of their way. Yeah, Jameis can get 600. <laughs> uh all right. Any tight ends for you, Peter? Uh, tight end. It's very an interesting week for tight ends. I think there's a lot of different directions you could go. Uh, personally, I will be playing Caden Smith. A lot of the Bucks. Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait, 3,200. Huge leverage opportunity on the OJ Howard talk. I mean, that, that's the thing I'm looking at there. Um, and then Zach Hurts because ribs don't matter. Oh man, Higby! Like, how how heavily owned is Higby going to be with the recent box scores and the flow chart and everything else? I don't know. Uh, I feel like Tuttle is normally our ownership projections. I don't see any of those up yet. Do you? No. Well, he's got the flu, so. Oh, strep. Oh, in one email he said flu. The other email he said strep. So. Oh, wow. Maybe we need to do like that episode of The Office where we uh, go, to his, go house. to his house and see what the real deal is. Eat popcorn with him. All right. And then we see he's wearing those five finger shoes around the house. <laughs> we will be, uh, we will have some postseason swole cast, so don't you worry. That's not the last. Wait, actually? Yeah, What's that? Is. Dude. Uh, Davis, I don't think you got the invites, but, uh. <laughs> Three-man show continues next week. <laughs> hey, Dave, because I'm outworking everyone right now, Derek Henry practices in full Thursday. I just said that. Did you? Yeah, I said I might have to reevaluate things. I saw he was practicing in full. Okay, all right. I knew you were going to reevaluate. I just didn't know if you uh, If he's practicing night. in full, I might just have to go all in on the fella. All three, dude. Dude. Roll them out for the brand. 12 out of 10 in the motivational scale. <sighs> Davis, last thoughts from you? 
You know, it's just, uh, it is, it is definitely a week of information and we did the best we could with limited information. We did the best without our, uh, our anchor to reality, Mr. Total 05. There was definitely, uh, more of this show was related to shenanigans. And, uh, you know, I just hope for everyone's ready for Damian Williams to have 200 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. There you go, Peter. Yeah, this is, um, it's about motivation. It's about information. It's about outworking your opponents. They're putting away their Christmas decorations and you're adjusting the inputs to your models. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here. Um, you're just going to have to tell grandma she's going to have to wait because football's still being played and you're going to outwork everyone. Also, Patrick Laird's going to catch eight balls versus the Patriots. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. You do wish you were kidding? Justice Justice Hill and Patrick Laird going to win someone a million dollars this weekend, and my brand's finally going to be vindicated. This this was going to be the premier week for Tuttle's terrible take, and he's not here to give it. Yeah, so I mean, what would be the Tuttle ter- if we could channel him? It would be it would be a wide receiver. Uh, it would be like a non chalk yeah. wide receiver. Like I was going to say like Jesse James and, and Keel <laughs> Harry, right? Like some, it's like it's it would be something just way off the beaten path. We so, missed your title. Yeah. Ish Ish Hyman. Who was cut Davis, remember? <laughs> resigned. Resigned oh. literally while we were doing this back on the practice squad. Did I just get outworked? <laughs> Dude. Oh, a tough scene for Peter Overzet. <laughs> wow. Man, they keep really jerking around Hyman out there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want the Hyman to break. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys are talking about something else now. <laughs> All right, uh, Tuttle would Tuttle would. Here's what Tuttle would say: John Ross the third. That's would be his terrible take for the week. Sounds about right. Thirteen targets, eighty-four yards. No one's going to be playing him. All the projection systems. No one's going to have him out there. So that's that's Tuttle's terrible take. All right. Don't get mad at me if he doesn't hit, but I do want the credit if he does. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, hope you get better, bud. I um, and I hope you're in better spirits next week. I'm in I'm in fine spirits, dude. It's just just a sill week. Okay. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't feel. I'm sorry that I didn't feel like carrying you. All right. Well, send me that kickflip. Yeah. Send me. This, send us the kickflip video, please. Love to do that for you guys. Please. I need that. All right. Well, on behalf of Davis and Peter. It's been a great regular season. We will have a postseason swellcast. Uh, Davis, are you coming to Super Bowl party here in Nashville? No. Why not? Come on, Davis. I do a Super Bowl party with my buddies every year. Who, who, who's your buddies here, Who's your Davis? buddies? Is Patrick Laird going to be at your Super Bowl party? Because we're working he's gonna be, on he's gonna He's going to be playing for the Patriots. They've already circumvented <laughs> the league roles, dude. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I already got Davis out of his out of his home for one mm-hmm. weekend. I could probably pull it off again. I yeah. actually have to. I actually have to leave my home because I moved. I gotta. I gotta drive back to Kansas City for the weekend. It's gonna be there. Crazy. You go. All right, fun stuff, guys. Thanks so much, Simon. Thanks for producing this three man show. Tuttle, we hope you uh, we get better, bud. Uh, send all your T's and P's to Tuttle. Hope he gets better, and we'll see you next week for the postseason spoilcast here on RotorGrinders.com. Thank you.